2: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Connecting to the big show. 3,
2: one two, one. I'm worried driving the car with the NCT test.
3: I'm not going to give this any more credence. I'm not going to let that person win. I will not be a victim. We
4: have nothing to put the patient onto, so they're safer on an ambulance trolley. What I
3: get in the morning, TJ, is crap. It's like Harding. Join the conversation. Call 0818
4: 969696. 96
0: 96. Extra WhatsApp 0833969696. 96 96.
4: Email opinion at 96 fmcom Hi.
0: This is The Opinion line With PJ Coogan Parks 96 FM
5: That's an almost Biblical weather forecast For tomorrow Looks like a real A real scutter Of a day Tomorrow, Friday Heavy rain all day Of course, typical I would pick this weekend To head off town to West Cork After the show tomorrow But hopefully it'll clear up on on Saturday Good morning 0818 96 96 96 The number The text to WhatsApp is 0833 96 96 96 Now later this morning There's loads of people going to Australia For a year Or for two years Some of them Most of them come back A lot of them don't But most of them do And I remember when people started to go away 20, 30 years ago It was two One, it was out of need and Because there was nothing put server for them here and and then two it was like a an occasion of mourning because you might get one call off them every three weeks or a letter took nearly a month to get back because well (laughs) communication and all that crack but you're now whatsapp is free and you can talk to them every day if you want to but but there's lots of them out there at the moment and i'll I'll talk to one uh, young woman who um who used to be a regular on this show And we were wondering where she'd gone She's headed off out in Sydney She's living the life of Riley Her and others uh, coming up later uh, Also, uh, your ancestors There's 101 different ways to find your ancestors uh, But there's a group of Cork people Getting together to help you to do it now Which, which will be fun we'll Talk to them later But it hasn't stopped since yesterday since we started to talk about this this particular story just after 11 o'clock yesterday it hasn't stopped the rebranding of uh, Chambers into Sinners now as I come to air we still don't have despite many requests and what looked at one point like a, a bit of a promise we haven't yet had a statement for, or anything that would stand up as a statement from the Reardon's group as to what is happening with Chambers and to why it is happening but what we established yesterday is that for a week at least Chambers is rebranded as Sinners that in itself is okay but then they've taken out all of the queer paraphernalia the pride flags the signs, the posters, they've painted over logos. The place has been completely refitted out. Which led a lot of people contacting us over the last 24 hours and indeed longer to fear that maybe maybe it's a permanent move. And no one knows until such time. And if the readers' group are listening, and I know they're listening. If the readers' group are listening, lads, you can only help yourself here. By either putting someone on the end of my phone to answer a few questions or at least issuing us a statement that we can read and answer the question. Two questions. Why is this being done and is it for just the week or is it permanent? Because what I did establish yesterday from talking to some fabulous callers that doing it for just a week or so is even More bothersome. Oh, they did. They did answer that question yesterday. Thank you, Eimer. They did answer that question yesterday um, in our exchanges. That it is just for Freshers' Week, and that was bothering people more. Uh, David, morning, sir. That is bothering people. That's bothering people even more that it's just for the week. I think.
3: Uh, Listen, I don't know. I'm just so shocked and angry and disappointed by this entire situation. I heard this I was in Malaga. I just got back last night and the night before I left, I saw the the post and I saw the video and I just I couldn't believe what I was reading. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It just it brought me back to a time of, of 1996 where it was illegal to be gay in Ireland and we only had the other place. and We had to go down a side street, knock on the door and a little hatch would open to see if we were gay and if we were allowed to go in. It's bringing me back to that the thoughts of all the, the posters, the the, the the pride flags, that everything has just been erased from Chambers overnight, to me, is just, it's just shocking.
5: Just clarifying here, by for the me. way, David, happy to clarify this. They did say to us yesterday uh, that it is for Freshers' Week only. It won't be a regular yeah. thing. And they have said they will issue a statement, although there is no sign of that statement yet.
3: And that's it. And then they need to make a statement, but that's it's still not right. Why why take down every single display of of it being a gay bar? And I just I can't understand it. If it is just for one week or it is just if, if it's for many months or for throughout the rest of the year, it, it doesn't really matter. What they've done is completely wrong. They've blurred the lines. What is it now? Is is the bar, just a, a predominant heterosexual bar from Monday to Thursday, and then Thursday to Sunday, it's a gay bar. It's beyond confusing. What point are they trying to make by this? And what bothers me more is what was this conversation like with the powers that be of Rearden's when they sat down together and said, OK, let's go in tomorrow. Let's take down every single... Evid- piece of evidence to, to say that this bar was gay. Let it be for refreshers, and then put everything back up. Is that what was said? Is this what was discussed? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And they, they don't open
5: I, Monday to Tuesday anyway, and I'm not too sure about Wednesday. So yeah. they only they're only open four or five nights a week.
3: Okay, okay, but still, whether it's five nights or two nights, it's blurring the lines on what night is straight and what night is is gay. And I just, I just don't get it. I think it's so offensive. It's just riddles discrimination, and just they need to make a statement. They make need to make it clear what their intentions are. I think it's. I commend the drag queens of Cork that have gotten together, that have made a decision to leave. I can't imagine how hard that must have been. This is their job. This is their, this is their bread and butter, the craft that these drag queens put into the effort. You know, they have. They've brought in the crowds into this bar every single weekend. For you go there for the show. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's it's incredible what they do. Their craft is incredible, and the time, the effort, the costumes and makeup, the performance—you don't get that anywhere else in court, but and Chambers. And I can't imagine how they must feel right now. It's it's just such a, a slap. Well, in, I spoke to some of them for,
5: yesterday. they're hurt. Yeah, deeply hurt and angry.
3: Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And, and and that's exactly what I felt. I saw these posts when I was about to go to sleep and it just it triggered so much anger in me. I just I couldn't believe what I was saying. I understand as the days go by, there might be different parts of information that are coming through. But still, the, the point is for a whole new name to go over the bar, whether it is just for a week or two, it's just it hurts. <laughs> It hurts us as a community. Like, you know, I've been asking this question myself, you know, the, the word safe space. It's it's so important for the gay community to have this space. And I've tried to say to myself, how do I articulate this to to the heterosexual community? The only way I can describe it, PJ, is, you know, not just directly to you, but for people that are straight and have you ever gone to a country where you've had to Google bars where you feel where you have to go, where you can go in and be your authentic self? You don't. You go into any single bar. Have you ever gone into a bar on a Saturday night where you have to say to yourself, gosh, I have to tone down my heterosexuality inside her. This might be I might feel unsafe by being too straight. Have you ever walked out on the street where people have screamed heterosexual abuse at you? Have you ever been faced with heterophobia? This doesn't exist. This mm. was why it's so important to have a safe space. It's two thousand uh, sorry, it's twenty twenty three, and we only have one gay bar in Cork. You but that's know, a strange
5: back- one because I can remember you. You mentioned the other place, God, David. I, I remember, and I, yeah. I said this yesterday. Friends of mine back in the day who who were gay who 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 mm. had who had to hide, and I felt so sorry yeah. for them. They had to hide. Yeah. You know, and that was to... my first
3: coming out. That was my first place. We we yeah. had the other place. We had Loafer's Bar. And then throughout the years, we had Flux. And we had a few different bars. But there was had, more places in the 90s awesome. when it was
5: illegal to be
3: gay. Absolutely, we had more exactly, and you said it there. We've had more places when it was illegal to be gay, and now look what's happening. Look what look what's like. I can't understand. We're going completely backwards. I don't understand what's happening. Look, we've spoken about this in the beginning of the year. What happened to me? And now, night out being beat up for being gay. These are the 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 bashings are still rising. But what signal is is regions putting out by rebranding? Why did they need to take down all the posters? It, that was just so unnecessary. It's just, it's blurring the lines, it's confusing the gay community, it's its just, it makes no sense.
5: Another point that was being made uh, yesterday, David, and, and and you'll remember this, when you were mm-hmm. struggling to come out, and you and I have talked about mm-hmm. that struggle, yes. but there are students who have just mm-hmm. got places at MTU and UCC coming mm-hmm. to Cork for the first time, possibly from rural areas, who have never been able to live their lives their way until mm-hmm. now, were hoping mm-hmm. to go to this place and all of a sudden it's changed
3: exactly, and what signal is that putting out, and that's where the confusion is, now I'm not qualified to I, say
5: what signal that pulls out because it doesn't affect me but I can see how it yeah. might Someone, someone uh, made the, exactly, uh,
3: uh, Exactly. Uh, yeah. that's what I'm saying it's taking that safe space for that person to go and be their authentic self Somebody, somebody made it, the, like an the,
5: analogy yesterday which I, I probably a bit mm-hmm. clumsy but with an Irish bar if there was only one Irish bar in town and I arrived mm-hmm. one evening looking to go in and watch a GAA match and I was wearing my cork jersey for the sake of the, the, mm-hmm. the story and I discovered that it had been completely painted over and rebranded as a British bar
3: Exactly. For the week while I was there.
5: Now, I don't know whether it's probably a very clumsy analogy, but it's there.
3: But it gets the point across and I can understand what that would be. You know, I get it. Exactly. And that's a very, very valid point. And that's it. This is why it's it's so important that in this day and age where the country has gone through so much hate, gay, gay crimes in the last year, that we need we we need to stand together in this, it's, it's wrong what they've done. Fundamentally, what they've done, it's wrong. It's channeling the wrong signals for the younger gay community that are coming out, as you just said, that are going to college, that are probably so excited to go and finally f- go on the gay scene. But is there even a gay scene now? Is this a permanent thing? Is it going to be for a week? Well, like, so to, to come very,
5: back to that one, David, and to stress, it is only fair to we stress un- until such time as the issue is either a piece of paper yeah. or put someone on the end of the phone. We- we've got to try and mm-hmm. balance up bit. They said yeah, it will not be a regular thing. It's just for Freshers' Week. Although Mia, a journalist mm-hmm. and podcaster who started this story with me yesterday, has already been hearing mm-hmm. it could happen for reg Week too. So, so again, okay. these are the statements that we hope... We hope they will mm-hmm. issue. When mm-hmm. you go on their website, actually, um, what you see—the first thing you see on the website—is pictures of the, the drag queens of Mia and of uh, Liam and Letitia. Yeah, 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 you know. So they're still on the website. So one would assume mm-hmm. it'll it mm-hmm. go back. they taken
3: from there. Yeah. yeah, and I just I just feel sorry for the queens and stuff like that that they've had to be faced with this decision. You know, what happens to them now? Is there another bar going to offer a space for them at the weekend and then starting all of this safe space again? And this is what is really, it's really difficult. I just hope that Reardon's get their act together and come out soon with an official statement and and a, a reason a reason for erasing every single ounce of paraphernalia that had got to do with representing I- Chambers as a gay bar. All right.
5: Take, <coughs> we'll talk again, David Babington, material boy. Thank you. 0818 96 96 96. So management have said to us in our communication with them that this is just for Freshers' Week. It won't be regular. Uh, they will issue a statement. Still no sign of that yet. They don't open Monday or Tuesday. We're not sure about Wednesday. And on the website... There are pictures of drag queens, which one assumes that they're going to go back to regular chambers once this week is over. But certainly the hurt being felt by the queer community is that why isn't our money good enough for this week when it's good enough for every other week? 0818 96, 96,
0: 96 Join the conversation. This is the Opinion Live. With Hidden Hearing. focused solely on your
4: hearing health for over 35 years. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie. Fox
5: 96 FM. So staying with the story of Chambers, a.k.a. for this week anyway, Sinners, um, we've got a, a message yesterday then from giles giles I'm like you managed the place f- for a while good morning
6: hi there yeah well i was i was the um the events manager there um for a couple of years um and uh so i just wanted to give a bit more context in, t- in the sense of You know, uh, student nights. Because yesterday it was kind of made out that oh, this is the first time it's been called sinners, and you know, people were a bit confused and things like that. And just to kind of explain exactly why I think everybody's upset um, so much. Okay. So sinners is not a new thing. It's you know, student nights in chambers are not a new thing. They've been around for many, many years before I was even working there, and they were always called sinners. The the manager at the time um, started it as a as an LGBT student night um, on a Wednesday and um, it kind of it grew uh, on its own uh, by word of mouth you know more and more um, gay students were going out and then they started to bring their friends with them from college so which predominantly was, was, uh, was straight women and um, so then when more and more straight women were going there that then obviously attracted more and more straight men yeah. So it just it kind of evolved on its own then without, you know, Chambers didn't advertise it or anything to, you know, a wide audience. It just kind of grew on its own. Sure. Um, and then at a certain point, um, I remember uh, Reardon's did a focus group for all this, the, you know, student nights and things like that. And what we discovered was that Chambers was the go-to place four students on a Wednesday night. Gay or straight, um, Giles? Yeah? Gay or straight. Like, so gay. They, it, it basically, they, they knew that the place was, was, um, was gay, but they still would, would, go, would go there. Mm-hmm. Um, and know, just to pause
5: you for a second, Giles, on those nights, because I'm aware of them myself, that there were a Sinners' Night, and I'm somewhat aware of the history, yeah. but thank you for filling it in. On those nights, I take it that the existing decor would have been left there.
6: Oh, it all stayed up. That's what I was saying. It was like there was. It was never like Sinners was never run as a separate entity from Chambers. It didn't have its own, you know, social media accounts. It didn't. Oh, like the the Chambers logo was always on the poster, so students always knew that it was being run in Chambers and that it was a gay venue. And um, you know, for for years, he used to be um, a doorman on the on the door. He um, he used to always uh, always. You know, he he was actually the best storm I've ever had, and he would always make sure that anybody going in there knew that it was a gay place. And you know, if he, if a group of lads walked up, he'd be like, "Oh, lads, hurry! You know that it's it's a it's gay bar." And they'd be like, "Oh yeah," and he'd be like, "Oh cool, yeah. As long as you know that, have a good night." So you know, it was very making sure everybody knew when they were walking in that it right, was a, a gay right, vendor. There was okay. no hiding it or or anything like that.
5: Okay, okay. So what do you think has changed now in that they've re- not only have they taken it for and, and rebranded it for a week, but all of the decor is gone. What do, what do you see because happening there?
6: basically I think it's because it's to appeal to a, a wider audience, but what kind of audience is that? What kind of audience is going to be, you know... Deterred by a rainbow flag or pictures of of drag queens or, you know, a, a mural that says you know Chambers loves every heartbeat. It's homophobes, and that's what I think everybody has. I wouldn't
5: calling anybody that now, Giles. I'd hope you wouldn't be calling anybody that, because that could lend, um, that could lend not you but us in trouble. So,
6: oh no, I'm saying, but I'm saying that if 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 like that's the like who who are you appealing to if if you know you're yeah. trying to hide all of it. Like, who are you trying to appeal to? Yeah. Like, why are you trying to hide away gay people? Yeah. What, like, who are you trying to attract? Like, it was never a thing in the past, so you know, and, like, and students flock well, so At if, if the end, if,
5: if we get an existing member of management on the phone, which we're ho- still hoping to do, like, one of my questions will be, well, Sinners, now, and now that you've filled me in, and I appreciate it, that Sinners was highly successful in its original form. Yeah, Why... When you're making a week of it would you would, would you actually not want to run it in that form? yeah,
6: yeah, it makes no sense to me yeah. that's what it, that it makes absolutely no sense to me
5: are you suggesting Giles, that this is maybe a response to some of the right wing stuff that's going on, you know the library I, don't bothers, know. I just as think they it's a
6: very i just think it wasn't very well thought out. that's what I think I think that's what it is i think it just wasn't very well thought out Um. And it's it's doing, it's doing themselves no favours because it's, it's upset their core like clientele who've, who've been going there for years and years and years. Mm. And the fact that they won't engage is, is you know, it, like no response to me is a response and mm. it's not a good response.
5: Well, we've been asking um, them for a formal statement since yesterday. They have, not. to be fair, yeah. they have been in contact with us. Initially, they, they declined to put someone on air. That invitation still exists if they changed their mind. And other than short Messages to and fro. We haven't yet had a formal statement. What we have had is confirmation from them that this is just for the week. Now, one assumes that they'll be back in there with the paint rollers, putting up the posters again at the end of it all.
6: I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I feel that it. What, what I would assume will happen is that it will just go up and down every week because they want to run. They want to run seniors every week as, as student nights. So, mm-hmm. I, I, would, I would, like, why would they make a, a big sign for just, to put on the front for just a week? I, I, I doubt that. I'd mm-hmm. say that what it's going to be is it was supposed to be coming up and down, up and down. So, it'll be back to chambers at the weekend, but during the week it'll be sinners. That's, that's the way a, that's I would am
5: not, not being flippant or not wishing to lessen anybody's heart, Giles, but that sounds like an awful lot of redecorating every week.
6: Yeah, well, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, but why do it for, for yeah. a week and a and a, a base yeah. like why do it at all?
5: Yeah, yeah. No, I do I understand the heart, and I do understand how people. But, but you, thank you so much for your context of how sinners developed. Um, because to me, if I were in business, I'd be saying, "Hang on a second, let's do this sinners thing." Far fresher's week. It's a very successful student night. A very successful. Gay student night, okay. Other, not non-gay student night. Non-gay, straight students come. Let's just run it as a student venue for the week and let everybody pile in. That would be okay, but keep the branding.
6: Yeah, I, I, that's the way it was always in the past. So I just don't understand the decision making. Yeah. Um, to be honest. All
5: right. Giles, thank you very much. 0818 96 96 No, no, I'm getting clearer in my head now. Uh, Giles wasn't calling anybody connected to the place a, a, a homophobe. He's talking about, uh, we think he's talking about this. And there is some terribly nasty people around at the moment involved in a debate that they know nothing about. Are a so-called debate that they know nothing about, and and some of their behaviour has been appalling. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, um, and I will say this: uh, listening to David and having spoken to him um, previously when he was assaulted, uh, badly assaulted, and others, and listening yesterday um, to Lucina about how he and or she a boyfriend was egged. Three or four times leaving the venue, I would say now, and I'm recalling here from memory from the 90s in that way. I would say now it's even more flipping dangerous to be gay and out than it would have been back then, uh, and, and and that's that's just my thoughts on it. I Also got a message overnight via Facebook from from Michael Mulcahy. Michael, morning to you. Morning, PJ. You wouldn't be inclined to set foot in the place again, even if they do rebrand completely next week?
7: Well, I I think it has uh, set a new tone around Cork, perhaps, for uh, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable, uh, what can be done to a community, uh, how a community can be used uh, or abused, and how profiteering can possibly be seen to be the modus uh for doing business. And I think this is um it's possibly um not just uh something that's that's relevant to the gay community in Cork at the moment, but this is something that's going to set out a, a tone, I think, for a lot of different sectors
5: um as being unacceptable. Mm. Like you you look you're you're connected embedded in the business community and you make the point in your Facebook post Michael, if the owners want to rebrand and reshape their premises they're perfectly entitled to do that but just doing it for a week seems to be hurting people more than if they did decide to do it permanently
7: Yeah, and and again as as I said and it's just my view and there are plenty of views around this topic as there is on any topic my view on this is um, the the Chambers people, the Reardon's group can do what they like with their properties but if you rely on a specific sector for your income and if you treat that sector in the way that the gay community through Chambers have been treated in this instance then I think you have to take the consequences of that. So why I said I fully supported the the view that Cork Pride have taken on this um, in supporting the the drag artists and anybody else who who relies on chambers for their income not just the patrons who go there and spend our hard-earned money but i think there are there are possibly alternatives there that if the weirdness group don't want that uh, patronage or mm-hmm. don't want that income on a long-term basis and only want to use it for for the period that they can't get the freshers Income into that premises, then then that's their choice. But uh, I, I, I I don't agree with with putting a model in place like they have, where you can throw out um, the, the 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 good people who spend their hard-earned money with you uh, 51 weeks of the year, and then bring in the people that you're going to uh, profiteer
5: from over the course of that week. Now, I suppose, Michael, it's fair to say that no one has said uh, that the regulars, for want of a better expression, are not welcome during the rebranded week.
7: Uh, Of of course they haven't. But again, Freshers Week, as we well know, and I don't think it takes a lot of common sense to to know that Freshers Week is a week for a particular group of people who will frequent a particular uh, series of premises. And that's absolutely great. You know, we welcome everybody to Cork. There's no no issue with that at all. But the Chambers Bar model is essentially the only space in Cork that has branded itself with the, the insignia, the, the, the logos, the now. flags, all those things that are part of that LGBTQ um, model. Taking that down and rebranding it, as the as sinners and uh, anything else that the Reardon's group want to do, of course that that's their choice. But putting it back up again, I think, sends a message out there that we can dismiss you. It's it, and it is a little like, as has been said, going back to the old ages of sweeping things under the carpet um, and and then bringing them back out when it when it's kind of safe to do so. And here we are again. You know, 50 years later, and we seem to be doing that. I'm certainly t- too old and too wise at this stage to to keep my mouth shut about something like that. And all I am doing is expressing my view. I think it, I think it's 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 horrendous uh, for a commercial organisation like Reardon to have taken a step like that. I accept they have made a public comment on it. Uh, I think it is time for for Margaret um, to to do so, or any of her directors and shareholders to come out publicly and say what this is all about. But I also think, as I've said in the post, that I think it's time that the gay community came together and perhaps looked for their own space. We have plenty bars for sale in this city. We have plenty opportunities to bring together the queer community that's here, who want to do their own thing. And yes, money is always an obstacle because uh, any specific sector... That is relying on its own sector for money and, you know, isn't always the most profitable of entities. However, the gay community spend a huge amount of money and there is plenty money in this sector. So I've, I've put out there today that I think it would be a good idea for Cork Pride or any one of the organizations in Cork to start looking at creating its own entity mm-hmm. here. And I'll certainly help in any way I can, with funding or bringing together some management expertise um, who will look at that. I've spoken to two prominent publicans in the last 24 hours in Cork who have said they're appalled at what has happened Mm -hmm. and they're certainly ready, willing and able to get behind the gay community in either making one of their premises available or assisting in the management of a new premises. Okay. so it doesn't all fall back to raritans. Okay. You know, let, let them make their decisions for commercial purposes. But if they want to rely on the, the gay community supporting them for 51 other weeks of the year, then I think they may have um, chosen the wrong sector to yeah. target on this occasion.
5: All right, Michael, thank you, Michael Mulcahy, okay. um, of uh, number one. Uh, events and uh, business, Cork. Thanks, Michael. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. They are fully. And people are messaging here saying, are they not entitled to do it? Like, for example, do people think they own this bar? It's a public bar and a business. It's up to the owner to run it the way they want. It's either their way or no way. Tell them, to get on with their lives. They are what they are. What do you mean they are what they are? Anyway, uh, can it not just be a bar that's inclusive for everyone? Hi, folks. I'm in work, so I can't talk, but I just want to weigh in on the whole chamber's fiasco. The crowd inside was more straight people than gay, and I honestly haven't been there in a long time. But hearing about the decor coming down, well, that's disgraceful. I understand sinners might have started as a gay student night, but clearly management is only concerned with making money. And even if they put the flags back up again, I'll continue to boycott that bar. It wants to hide away the pride to appeal to an audience who mightn't accept pride. We as a community have such limited safe spaces already. This is the icing on the cake. That's from Esther. Thank you. 0818
0: 96 96 96. Join the conversation. This is the Opinion Live. With Hidden Hearing.
4: Changing lives with the latest hearing health technology. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie Box 96 F- Oldies and Irish on Corks 96 FM is the Big Sunday Show on your radio. Big, big, big show, 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 radio, radio. Turn it up and take it easy with the best music mix for your Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Welcome along to the programme. Lovely to be with you on a Sunday morning. Oldies and Irish with Derry O'Callaghan. Sundays, 10am to 2pm. With Cork Simon. Do you want to leave a legacy to the city you love? Find out more about leaving a gift in your will at corksimon.ie. Cork's 96 FM.
5: The Reardon's Group have told us that the rebranding is temporary and for Freshers Week only. Um, they haven't told us whether they would put the old banding back up next week, but one is assuming that they will. Uh, Kean morning.
8: Hi, good morning, PJ. Uh,
5: the, the, now that we know, at least that's what the weirdness group tell us, that it will be going back to being chambers from next week, does that make anything better?
8: Well, to be honest now, like, all of the drag performers are gone from there. Do you know what I mean? There hasn't been an event manager there in ages. Um, they were pretty much like running the show inside there and providing entertainment for the community. Mm. So like, if they're not going to be coming back, how are they going to create a space yeah. where people are going to want to go now? Do you know that kind of way? They're taking their events you, elsewhere, like, yeah. Yeah, like, there's a lot of bridges burned there. And, like, to be honest with you, I totally get the perspective of the business trying to, like, make money and stuff like that. There's nobody disputing that. Absolutely nobody could dispute that. But at the same time, there's a way to move that is not disrespectful to somebody who's kept your doors open for years and years. Do you know what I mean? Instinct literally, is your
5: place on Sullivan's key. Uh, and... and-
8: but no, no. It- Instinct was on O'Sullivan's key, um years ago. That's it. Like when I was coming up, there was multiple bars around Cork like over 10 years ago. Do you know what I mean? We had options to go around. Yeah. Uh, Instinct was on O'Sullivan's Key. You had loafers then as well. Do you know what I mean? Down on yeah, Douglas yeah, Street. Yeah, yeah and people are
5: making that point, for- Keen. there's less of a scene now than there was goddamn in the 90s when, when it was illegal to be gay. There's less of a scene
8: now. Well, the thing is, like, there is definitely less of a scene. But the thing is, like, before I remember going out in Pride and like Ted would have his day on loafers, and literally the whole lot of Douglas Street would like fill up with people. There'd be hundreds of people there. And then, like, the money that Ted would make from that would keep him going for months, I essentially. I remember but when talking to him about that, it, yeah. Yeah, but, like, when he opened that and he had that on, instinct wouldn't put anything on to compete with it. Do you know what I mean? Because it was a community kind of vibe situation. Now, Chambers has a monopoly on the entire city for years and years now in terms of, like, providing a queer space and queer entertainment. And they've advertised themselves as such, um, which has been fab because we do need spaces. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But, like, if you are going to basically like advertise yourself or present yourself as a safe space for queer people to come and dance and like everyone is welcome like the lads have said sinners is not like anything new it's just a situation where everyone was welcome always but the thing is the community hasn't felt looked after always since either that's kind of why everyone's i'm assuming like but from what i'm getting the messages i'm getting since all of this has been kicking off is just people are like really, really concerned that there aren't spaces. And, like, you can understand that. And, like, people are angry, and it's not necessarily about, like, the businesses' right to change. It's about, basically, queer people and queer youth now, especially. Nobody's talking about the queer college students that are coming up, and we're, like, expecting to, like, go in and actually have a safe space to express themselves. We don't know what their backgrounds are. Do you know what I mean? There's, like... All of these different kids that are coming to the city, and they could have gone to this space, and then all the other college students could have gone to this space. There's no issue at all with that. Yeah, yeah. But just because
5: it's a queer, just because it's a queer welcome. space or a gay bar, it doesn't mean straight people aren't welcome. It's just I know that myself. I used to drink in loafers and do karaoke in there for a good sake. Do you
8: know? Oh, but sure, said, It's the same thing. Do you know what I mean? Like I was inside there a couple of months ago, like swinging out of a hen party. We had grey crack. Do you know what I mean? There's literally. There is space for everybody. But when it's a situation now that you are profiting, and they are profiting, essentially, off the queer community, but for the, like, the girls to arrive into work of a Thursday, to throw on a drag show that they produce and put on themselves, Crystal, Mia, Letitia, all the girls, put their heart and soul into that. As you heard earlier from Giles, there's no event manager looking after them. They're the ones pushing all of this. And for them to come in and not hear anything or have it like no transparency at the fact that, like, they haven't uh, worked for the next week or two weeks. You know what I mean? They weren't informed about anything. It was literally word of mouth. And, like, honestly, God, if anyone out there is listening, if you walked into work of a Thursday and literally they'd gutted the entire place and were like, sorry, you're not working this week, um, but they didn't actually physically tell you, everyone would be annoyed about it. But the thing is, there's the extra layer of this now because of the community that we're in sure. in the last 12 months like the increase in like hate crimes against yeah. queer people anybody in the lgbtq rainbow like literally it's up 29 percent. that's literally a third do you know what i mean 29%. there was a young fool 14 years old, yeah and it was like a young full of 14 years old absolutely battered do you know what i mean and put up on social media these things Are not, uh, these things are not, you know, not commonplace. Like, literally, these things happen a lot more than you would think they do. I'm a six foot one man. I can walk down the street, not a bother. Do you know what I mean? But at the same time, if I was holding somebody's hand, automatically even though i'm a big guy i would automatically have my radar up and like that's what people are actually trying to convey now they were provided a safe space and they provided profit to this business okay. and there's been no transparency about it and that's what ha- has everybody upset
5: for the week uh, there are other events on that people might not know about you run uh, you run events i do indeed yeah what so what going uh, on then yeah.
8: Well, for myself now, I'm doing drag brunches inside the Oyster upstairs. Like this weekend, if anybody's looking for something to do as well, are putting on something as well uh, with pitched. There's literally the Queer Brunch Ireland. If you want to follow them, disgraceful cabaret, pop and pasties, making a scene. Like the McCabe's have out inside the Pav twice a month on a Sunday, and um, Crystal and the Queer uh, and the Queers, the Bure's macking at the you know, crew comedy on a Monday. There's a couple of different things around the place. There's these little pop-up things that we as a community create ourselves. Like there's something called Saints now, basically going to be popping up. Uh, Lucina Shining and Crystal Queer are going to be putting that on now, next Wednesday. Basically a free event inside upstairs in the Oyster Tavern so that literally the community can come together and actually, just support each other and that's have.
5: It's not a pushback against sinners yeah. at all, is it? Saints, no. <laughs> well, to be honest with you, like I'm only messing with you. But <laughs> it sounds like it. But
8: <laughs> well, like, let's be fair. now, like pride uh, and activism—that's like core values to drive farmers. Like, of course it, is, it, is, it is, is. is. Of course it is. is. No, no. I, I, I actually find
5: that funny. That that's that's good. Come here, Kane. While I have you for two seconds, I just want to? I'm going to get to Kaylee's call in just a second. I have a couple more coming too. Some people are pushing back at me through messages here about our use of the word and your use of the word and my adoption of the word queer because back in the 80s and 90s when I knew gay people the word queer was an insult and a slur and people would get terribly hurt now it's in normal normal speech can you just for one minute give me give me why that is
8: Well, like, to be honest with you, like, it's reclaiming, you're reclaiming a word, you know what I mean? Mm. If you're the person to own that word and you put whatever positive connotations around that word, like, that's what it is to you, do you know what I mean? If I'm walking down the street and somebody screams queer or faggot at me, the faggot might get, like, a bit cussing, do you know what I mean? But the queer won't, I'd be like, thanks, girl, next one, I'm moving on, see you later, do you know (laughs) what I mean? Like there you go. There you go. but, like, this is it. We're reclaiming our own power. And, like, this is it. Like, drag queens are essentially activists. Activists always. True and true. They've been leaders of our community for years, decades and decades. Do you know what I mean? We wouldn't be where we are today without them. Oh, I know it. Oh listen, yeah.
5: I, 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 I remember and I, I I drop I drop Alan Amsby's name into the conversation, better known as Mr. Pussy. Uh Pussy <laughs> Pussy and I and Mother Gordon used to drink together in the nineties. So so I, 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 I know the queens of the scene as it were. Keen, thank you very much. O eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. Gerard, good morning. Good
9: morning, PJ Harting. Good.
5: What do you want to say?
9: Um you know me now, I'm heavily involved in mental health. I think that this is, well, in my opinion, a foolish move for the Reardon group mm. because it's like it's like saying to the gay community or queer community, whatever you call it, that, oh yeah, your money is grand, but not this week. Yeah. You know, and I think it's going to have a very hard impact on students that are coming from all different rural parts of the country to come to study in Cork and they're not going to have any safe place that they feel comfortable going in mm. and it's literally like they're being cast out and out literally and it's literally, I don't know, I have nothing against anyone changing their name or branding on any business, but I think it it just seems mm, a bit like, yeah,
5: your money's grand, but but not this week. A,
9: yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. That that, that's, that seems to be upsetting a lot of people. And someone said in the very early hours of this story that if it was a full permanent rebrand, that would be difficult in itself. But yeah. just for the sake of the week, is downright yeah, insulting. I think it's
9: the whole on. Uncertainty and things that are attached to it, and
5: well, weirdons well, have said to us that it is just for the week. Yeah. Okay. D- Jar, I'm going to leave you because I need to get Kaylee's voice on before ten because under time pressure. Hey, Kaylee, how are you? Oh, gone there, off two guys, gone there, unfortunately, off two. If you can get back, uh, sorry about that, Jarr. Right, um, I get that the company wants to change its image and move forward. That's totally okay. It's their right. They shouldn't be questioned or scrutinised. Yes, we need to think about how this might affect the LGBTQ community and be respectful of their feelings. They've faced discrimination and exclusion in the past, and we need to do better by making sure they all feel included and welcome. I do believe, though, if we want to be more diverse and accepting, we have to work towards unity and equality instead of keeping people apart. We need to eliminate divisions rather than perpetuate them. Imagine a world without labels. Only gay bar, only women's gym, only men's club. How just about a bar, a gym, and a club, which is a fair comment. But in a world where it can be dangerous for a person to be gay and be out, you wonder would that be would that be safe? Kaylee, quickly before ten. Good morning.
10: Good morning. How are
5: you? Hi. On the on that very point that the business can do what it wants with its own premises.
10: Yeah. Look, I think fair enough a business can but when you're relying on the LGBT community as Chambers has done for you know over 15 years to line their pockets, then it is stupid to then ostracise them for a week and say their money as the previous guy said the money isn't good enough anymore for this week and also I think it's important to note I know you mentioned that there's a lot of people who are writing in saying a business can do what it wants mm-hmm. um, I think fair enough But also the patrons can do what they want. The workers can do what they want. And if they decide that this company no longer represents themselves and their values, then they have the full right to walk away.
5: Yeah. It looks like the drag queens have done that now.
10: Yeah, and that they should. You know, I've seen a few, many videos I've been following the story, I'm sure as many have for the last few days. And their worker, the working conditions, the lack of notice, it all sounds appalling,
5: well, then the lack of happens. notice, certainly I thought when I mean and i'd be I'd be someone who's always been a supporter of workers' rights at the best of times anyway and and I would have thought to just go in and find the place painted and rebranded and everything gone and and, and, and your gig cancelled without so much as a as a buy your leave or a phone call that's downright yeah. insulting,
10: oh absolutely, and hearing it from not even the management here like hearing it through word of mouth um. That's disgusting. and it shows a lack of respect. Um, If anything, and I would say this as well, that unless Chambers is an LGBT space, there's nothing unique about it, right? So, you know, if they want to put themselves up as a standard bar, it's just a silly business decision. You're now competing with every single other bar in Cork.
5: Whereas you had a unique brand that was well-supported by the community, and... and, and, and who knows what will happen going forward? Kaylee, thank you very much for that. 0818969696. Sinead says, Hi, PJ. I think everybody, straight or gay, should boycott the venue. Well, we can't endorse that, but it is a feeling that's out there. Oh, good. We'll talk to Sinead after 10.
0: Join the conversation.
5: This is the opinion line.
0: With Hidden Hearing,
4: focused solely on your hearing health for over 35 years. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie. Fox <laughs> the
0: lines are live. Hello.
4: Join the conversation. Call 0818 96, 96, 96. WhatsApp
0: 083 396 96 96.
4: Email opinion at 96fm.ie.
0: This is the Opinion Line with PJ Coogan. Pogs 96
5: FM. Right, this is a story that if you're just joining us If you've missed it since it started We started to get this uh, information about this on Tuesday Uh, We worked up to it yesterday And we started at 11 o'clock yesterday And it is still going We are inundated with contributions on all of our platforms what has happened is For those of you who are just coming to the party now Chambers The well-known Cork Gay Bar, uh, Queer Space, where drag artists perform and and, and all that, has been rebranded as Sinners for uh, Freshers' Week of UCC and MTU. Now, there has always been a Sinners' Night in Chambers going back quite a number of years for students. Initially, it was for gay students, but then it just seemed to be an overall student night for everybody who wanted to... come along. Um, And people are very hurt about this and very upset about this, particularly the the drag acts. Um, We also are getting word this morning that there is a protest being planned for the city tonight. So more on that as we get it. But we've spoken to one or two of the drag queens who ply their trade and have done within chambers for a number of years um I'm delighted to say and I, I don't I think we've spoken once before Mia Gold good morning to you
11: hi pj how are you good, good morning
5: good 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 um, originally portuguese but in cork for a long number of years we did speak in in i think march of 2022 how are you taking yes, this did. news how has this news been received
11: Terrible. I mean, for my side uh, and for everybody, it's it, it was not um, an easy decision to be honest. Because uh, you know, chamber has been um, my place since I started doing drag mm. and performing. So it's a sense of community there, and uh, it's terrible to be honest. But I I just feel it was kind of overdue. We weren't happy with it. Um, the overall how was uh, how was run and. Um, you know, it's it's just the tip of the iceberg that uh, all happened, and uh, you know, sinners, as you were saying, like sinners was always there, and it been there for many years. But uh, you know, the original, the original sinners, it was meant to be, you know, for um, the gay community, and then you know, students like gay students and uh, queer students come along, and uh, from all the sides of of Ireland to go to chambers, and uh, they would have are straight friends you know straight girlfriends coming on mm. and uh, I don't know if you heard that but it's 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 where, where it came from like just coming in and the straight girlfriends tried attracting more of the yeah, yeah. male Giles, audience Giles was but, telling uh, yeah. me that
5: before that Giles
11: happened. was saying exactly yeah. Giles will say the best <laughs> but uh but yeah no it's devastating like and and it's it's, it's not a decision decision from us because I voice my concerns many times. And uh, were so, lots, what you've uh, said
5: now, Mia, I think is that look, you're right? You've cancelled our shows for for this week, uh, for the rebrand. You've my canceled. show,
11: my show wasn't wasn't cancelled. Sorry, okay. Sorry. My yeah. show wasn't cancelled. Okay. Uh, so, to be clear, it was uh, Tipsy Thursdays on uh, with uh, Liam B and Crystal Queer. Okay. I think you had Crystal yes, last yesterday. I did. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was cancelled. Uh, their show. And um, but my one was going ahead on Friday and uh, and uh, and Saturday as well. Yeah, no, they but were. You, yeah,
5: but you you pulled that now, have you?
11: We we pulled it out. Yeah, because you know it's just it's just been too much. And it, you see, I for myself, it wasn't it wasn't an easy decision. And from other queens, we all met and talked about it, especially me, Letitia, and Liam. We all talked and came to the decision because we weren't happy with things um, were around, and it was. It was a long, it's it's just not sinners and it's just not the nights. you know, it's been happening a lot um, and then it's just all, all the details and all the small things from past years and months and, you know, it's just small things that happen all the time, the way we treat it and all that. So, so, so this this seems
5: just, to be a situation, Mia, coming to a head rather than anything else. Yeah, yeah. I see, I see. Um, Again, we have, it, we have and we have requested. Again, we have requested a statement from the Readings Group. They have told us they will send us one. We haven't had one so far. We've had a few answers to questions back and forth. Mm-hmm. One being to confirm that it's only for the week.
11: Yeah, yeah, no, it was supposed to be only, and that happens before you. You know, it was supposed to be just for Freshers' Week because it's UCC Freshers' Week this week, and then next week will be the, the same thing. But, uh, I mean, it's, you know, people, people are, are changing and, you know, they are not happy with just being, you know, masked out to be just a, a straight man That it was for, like, uh, a night only, you know. Uh, but it, it, people are just not happy at the moment and they're just voicing their concerns. And I think it just blew up everything at once. Yeah. Um, but,
5: uh, yeah. So where are you going to bring your show now?
11: Uh well I have uh, I have loads of other things like you know this this was my income as well but like you know and so are there queens but um I have my own gigs you know I have do weddings and parties and thankfully I'm I'm, I'm booked till the end of the year oh, great. I'm busy yeah I have drag school as well happening starting tonight I have because we talked last year about it uh, um about drag school yes. but um I'm starting the second season now this this the tonight so that's where I'm going. So I'm, I'm you know, we're, we're hustling. We're gay people. We're always hustling and we'll just move on and find other things to do, to be honest. But it's sad because it's, it's a loss of community. And we took so much time and, 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 and time, money and, and investment for that place, you know, to make it work. Uh, because at the end of the day, I was doing more for the community than for the money, to be honest.
5: Is there anything that could rescue it now?
11: I, you know I was trying to be positive and trying to be uh rational about it because I only came from holidays last from last week from my brother's wedding, so I just came into this <laughs> situation um and then i I was hopeful to be having um um you know have something to be done. Uh, I'm always so positive about it, mm. but uh, I don't I, you know. You know, it's been it's been stuff for happening for years, and a lot has to be done to change it. And I, I don't think people will trust will trust back the the, the venue just because of that, okay. unless they
5: do major major changes. Okay, um, it doesn't look it doesn't look like that's going to happen, even though the the Reardon's people have said to us that it will revert to chambers after the freshers week, and that this is just just a once off for the week, but. Clearly, enough people have been incensed by it to pull out, and Mia pulled uh, the show, and others have done that too. Mia Gold, thank you. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. 96 96 96. We understand there is, uh, just getting more detail, an LGBTQ plus protest now being planned for the city tonight. This is a community pushing back against what it perceives as an insult, against what it perceives as hurtful against what it perceives as a rejection. They've been going to this venue for years, spending a lot of money, spending a lot of time. They've put it on the map as a well-known queer venue. And now, it's not for a week. Uh, And they feel rightly, I think, and this programme, we offer them a safe space to come and say what they want. By the way, if you have a view why it's okay to change then I'll ha- happily talk to you too but at the moment they're just very upset and, and very put out and there's a lot of people here a lot of people um, affected by this 0818 96 96
4: Join the conversation
5: This is the Opinion
4: Live With Hidden Hearing changing lives with the latest hearing health technology They're all ears Visit hiddenhearing.ie Coach
5: 96 is- yeah, just in case I haven't said this uh, frequently enough or loudly enough, um, Mia and all of the drag artists, drag queens, have now pulled their shows from chambers. They've all walked away. Any of them who were gigging there uh, for any, any length of time, they've all walked away. Uh, as a result of this rebrand <clears throat> just some correspondence uh, held over from yesterday I'll do that in a second actually because i go to Sinead because you're waiting a little while Sinead there's a word you're using I'd prefer you wouldn't because it could get people into trouble but you don't you think people should stay away from the venue good morning
2: absolutely yeah. it's just I've been listening to you the last few days talking about it and I just think the management has just shot themselves in the foot completely because yeah. they're just totally obsessed a whole community of people.
5: A very large community of
2: people. Yeah, that have worked hard to make their voices heard, if that makes sense. And you've a lot of students now coming into the city that maybe are in the closet, and they're looking forward to having a safe space to come and maybe experience Mm -hmm. um, a nightlife for the first time.
5: Yeah, our our first contributor yesterday, Mia, was making that exact point that people are coming to... UCC, and coming to MTU who may have grown up in rural rural Ireland, rural Cork and rural Kerry without anywhere to be themselves properly. this They were yes. looking forward to going to this place and now it's gone.
2: Yeah, and now it's gone and it's like it's just been painted over and everything's just been sweeped under the carpet like they don't exist. Mm really annoyed over
5: it I, yeah. And does it make it worse, Sinead when the venue says, as they've said to us it's just for the week, it'll go back to everything that was next week
2: I just don't think, how, how would they think that's okay yeah. I just don't get it because I'm in business and I just, yeah, I'm at a loss really as to how they sat around the table and thought, okay, this is a good idea
5: Yeah Do you know, Because mm-hmm. Sinners, as we've also learned, and Giles confirmed to us this morning Sinners isn't a new idea it's been no, going on for a long for time.
4: Yeah, it's been there for years.
5: But the decor was always left up. The flags were always left up. The the bunting and the and the curtains were always left up and the posters. They've been taken down now.
2: Yeah, I think it's wrong what they've done completely, like and I, I if I was going to the city I would not be going near the place. It not just me. No, absolutely not. And I'm straight. I have kids, I've nieces and nephews right. that will grow up and maybe one or two of them might be gay and I just would like them to have a safe place if they needed it, and it's gone.
5: Okay, okay. Yeah. Sinead, good call. Thank you for it. Uh, Councillor John Maher. John, good morning. Good morning, PJ. How are things? Good. I, I was wondering how you would feel about this, and I'm good to talk to you.
12: I uh, look. It's. It's. I suppose, PJ. It's very frustrating, and um, you know, yes, it's a private business, um, and yes, they can do what they want. But I think when you look at the the consequences of what they've done now, when it's that safe space, and that is no longer there, and um, now again, I'm I'm fortunate in life that, you know, I I kind of feel safe in my surroundings and where I go. But there's a lot of people, um, got real, got a got a, it was a real safe harbour for them, um, you know, and not, you know, let alone the artists and the performers that are now without work, some of them. Um, and just to do that overnight, and I think the fundamental point, PJ, and we spoke about this a long, long time, you know, they took down the flags, they took down the colours, you know, and that's such a statement uh, mm. throughout our city, you know. And just to do that and to think that it's a Christmas decoration, and we've had this discussion many times, the flags go up and the flags go down, mm. and that's 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 then where the problem starts that's then where we don't have that safe space and where we don't remind people. Um, and again, we spoke about the colours before. Those colours are offensive to nobody. Yeah. I don't know who can be offended by But them. on
5: the window of a venue and in the decor of a venue, I would think, John, that they send out a message that this is our space.
12: They do. And, and, and you know, if we go back to the marriage equality referendum, no, it was carried by by sixty nine percent of the of the the population, but driven by a lot of young people. So the mm-hmm. idea you know, that whether you're straight, whatever you have in yourself, that you're coming into Cork on a Wednesday night, and that the flag is going to upset you, or you know, or any bit of uh, memorabilia or anything like that, I I just I think it was a wrong decision, um, and and, and, I, and I would say to people is that we're all big and ugly enough. And we all know where our allies are, and we all know where other safe spaces are. And I think now more than ever, it's important to support them. Um, you know, and I think that's important. And 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 as to speaking to any elected rep out there, is that funding for Cork Pride through Cork City Council has now never been as important. Because if we're relying on the market and on private interests, it just shows you what can happen. Now the well within their rights, but it just shows you what can happen overnight. Just overnight, um, a place that was a haven for a lot of people, whether you're young or old, but if you were insecure in yourself or at a stage where you didn't feel comfortable, whether it's at home, work, that that place did they, create that for a lot of people. Yeah. And just like that, it's gone. Um, and I think, as I said, to all the Gone
5: only for a week, John. Anxious to stress that out of the company uh, in the communication with us. But, but
12: you don't ever forget don't ever forget what was done. It was dragged down, thrown in a box and put away. Now, you know a lot better than you know the most. There's been a lot of people that have been that were hiding away for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And, and the sentiment now that you take it down, you put it in a box, we'll bring it out again next week. After we're grand. We cancel people's jobs. Ah, you don't need the money this week. You're grand. You'll be all right. I don't know anybody else that will put up with that. You know, And that's that's the fundamental point is that if you think now that we've come this far and you can take things down, put them in a box and throw them up in the, the attic there till next week, it's not Christmas, it's not Easter, it's not Halloween.
6: Gotcha.
12: This, is, this is 12 months of the year and it's every year and it's people's lives, you know. And as I said, it's now up to us uh, and to our allies out there. And there's many allies in Cork City, teacher. Many, many more welcoming pubs throughout the city. Mm. And, and I let it for people to decide that those pubs are. But support those. Because it it just shows no. That we need those people and we need those spaces.
5: All right, John. Thanks, Labour Party Councillor John Maher. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. We're going to change tack in, in in a few minutes and talk about something else. But this has dominated every one of our platforms for the last twenty four hours. Uh, a lot of people thanking us for giving it such coverage. Why wouldn't we? It's a huge story, a uh, huge story in Cork. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six some correspondence held over from yesterday. If I haven't gotten to your comment, my apologies. I've sheafs of them. Um, For example, I feel so sorry for the drag queens. Reardon's loss is another's gain. I'm sure they'll move somewhere better. And to be honest, Chambers didn't feel authentic to me like Pantybar or The George or Street 66 or Loafers. That's why I never settled into it. Fresh start, hopefully, with all the talent moving. Fair X to them, says Chris. Thank you, Chris. I think it's a real cake of the teeth to the queer community of Cork, says Gareth. They seem happy to bank the pink pound at Pride, but then take away all the queer iconog- iconography for the week. Is being queer that shameful in Cork that they feel the need now to rebrand? It's awful and sends the totally wrong message. I, for one, will not be returning. Cork needs to do better. We're Ireland's second largest city. Paul asks a question. Can someone explain what's the danger in going to other bars? Genuinely, I don't understand that. Perhaps it's dangerous outside the other bars too. But that would apply to going to chambers, surely. Also, it seems to me that the LGBT community should club together now and take over a bar, set up a committee, and negotiate. Because if it's not been run by their community, there seems to be a lot of nuance involved. That idea is out there. Michael McClacky was saying it earlier on, and others have said it, that maybe it is time for the community to find its own venue, and set it up, and run it as its own venue entirely. At the courthouse steps, directly across the road from Chambers, that'll be interesting. That will be colourful. That will be fun, actually, um, in in the form of a demonstration. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. Frank said, "No, Frank, you mentioned names and uh, particular names. I'm not going to give them the up the oxygen." Of repeating their names, but let's just say you'd see these people in green jumpers outside the library from time to time. Frank, you believe they are responsible for a lot of this i don't know, but it's a thought it 's a thought you 're not, not the first person to have it either frank thanks o eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six that 's a breaking story Frank have just broke this story in the last few minutes. It's up on my screen here now. Gadi have commenced an investigation following discovery of a body of a man in Cary's Wharf in Yall today, Thursday. Under circumstances that are currently unexplained, the body of the man, I believe it's been his 60s, was discovered after neighbours became worried about him. Okay, body of a man discovered Cary's Wharf, Yall, and, um, yeah, that, that that's just been confirmed, spoken this morning, by by Corpio. And a guy that investigation is underway. Obviously, the next time we hear more, so will you. Finn asks, do Reardon's not think there'll be any gay freshers? And also, here's a perfect opportunity to open a new gay bar. Opportunity knocks for somebody. They'll clean up, says Finn. Right, some more deets on that demonstration that has now been confirmed for tonight, So they're calling on all members of Cork's queer community and allies to gather on the courthouse steps at half nine, tonight the 14th. The plan is to have a silence for five minutes. Here's their statement. We've received a few inquiries, so here's what we're going to do. The Riddens group has remained silent on this. Not only after taking away our space, but not even giving us a community, the staff and patrons, a chance to speak our thoughts before taking this action. We're going to demonstrate the impact of their silence at exactly half nine. Once we've gathered, we'll do five minutes of our own silence. Let's show them how deafening silence can be. Remember, we are representing our community, so please be respectful tonight. Come along with peace, love, love and pride and that is signed by the court queers that looks like something that could get very big that could attract a very large crowd half nine tonight on the courthouse steps directly across the road from chambers where they will just stand in silence and demonstrate how the silence is deafening Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. 96 96 ok change of topic
0: next. Join the conversation. This is the Opinion Live. With Hidden
4: Hearing. Focused solely on your hearing health for over 35 years. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie. Fox 96 FM. The Big Drive Home with Izzy Showbizy so
0: On chords 96 FM
4: Join me weekdays from 4pm for the best music mix the latest showbiz news and the takeover where you choose the tunes Izzy, my lot in the car requested Jazzy given me And I'll 100% take more nice voice messages like this please Hi Izzy I'm listening <laughs> to a new show and I'm playing with Go, my name is Connor, and I live in Glamour.
0: Join me weekdays from 4 p.m. The big drive home. You can me up.
4: With Izzy Show Busy.
5: 96 FM. A few more details of that body discovered in you uh, Yawl. Uh, discovered at two o'clock this morning after this man's neighbors realized he hadn't been seen for a while and they contacted the emergency services. They they felt that something wasn't right. So, more on that as it comes in during the day oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six Now let us go back to July when I spoke to Audrey, who had been scammed, and she went through. Uh, the basics of what had happened to her.
14: What happened is that I was waiting on a delivery and I got a a text message to be a customer charge to be paid for on post it looked very genuine extremely genuine so what I did is I said I'm very wary of my phone I got details of the site, did it onto the computer, it was a site for on post, very genuine site because there was even all links to to different things that on post do
5: So you didn't click the link on the phone you went to a computer and opened it
14: I went to the, yes, I went to the computer and put in the email that was from the phone okay. and put it onto the computer.
5: And it looked very so
14: legit. It, it looked very, yes, very real. It gave all links to all the different services that Unpost gave. So I said, definitely, this is a genuine site. So I said, fine. I said, because of work, I said, Grand, I'll pay the, the customer charge. So I gave, uh, put in my Revolut details, put all that in, and then it's a car declined. And I said. Okay, said. So please insert another card. I said, I'm not inserting another card. So what I did is they went down to the post um, at break time and they said, no. It's, they said, but I said, could I pay the service charge with you? I said, my card was declined. And I said, I don't understand why. And she said, no, no. She said, wait until you get a letter in the post with unpost and we'll give you a barcode. She said, we can't do anything. And our side, I said, is my card safe? Yes, yeah. she said, already safe
5: was the person in the post office familiar with the text message you'd received? Yes. Had they
14: seen them before? Yeah, she said people are getting text messages, so she said, just ignore that text message. Okay. So that's what she said, just ignore the text message. I said, am I okay? Is my card safe? Yes, she said it is. And then later on that afternoon, I suddenly got messages from Revolut saying um, that money was, that money was being, that my card has been used. And I was looked at it and it was done as Vesta, Vodafone and every second there was €30 Euro being taken out of my account. We froze the card, but in the meantime, they took 18 transactions of €30 Euro from my account. So they took €240 Euro from my account. For, no, hold on a second. €540, 540 Euro and 40 Euro was was from my accounts.
5: Now, at the time, Audrey, you didn't know whether you'd get it back. You were going through the motions of trying to get it back. Have you news for me? Good morning again.
14: Good morning, PJ. Thanks very much for taking my call. Um, so just to let you know, the outcome was very positive. Um, on the 20th of August I got 300 euro back and then I heard nothing so there's still ongoing transactions there is still another 8 transactions with 30 euro so I heard nothing so I had with Revolut you can't ring them so you have to message message them the whole time on the app so I just and um, they said the outcome was going to be on the 12th of September so I heard nothing so I had to go and message them again and then on the 30th which is yesterday 13th of September then um, I received the remaining uh, 240 so I got my at the end I got my 540 euro back but I just want to make the listeners aware that these messages are still coming true yeah. I'm still getting delivery charge of 245, 250 and I said do you know what I'll do is I, that I'll, ch- I'll investigate it further so what I did is I rang the number on another fo- on my work number and to see if I could actually contact these people who are actually sending out these scam messages and the phone rang rang out, okay? So I sent a text message to them, that number, scam contacting the guards. So just for people to be aware, these messages are still very very much coming out and people very much feel to be aware of this.
5: Yeah, On on post, when you went down to the post office, the woman said, you'll get a card. And I was recalling at the time, Audrey, that um, I did buy something from the UK there in the last year or year and a bit and I didn't come. And I rang the company and they said, oh, we we sent that on. It it should have been with you days ago. And then the card came from on post and I had to give them something like eight or nine quid. Uh, They do send a card and they don't send text messages. But like you said, there's loads of them around. And when you click the link through, the website looked so legit.
14: So very much, and it even had my details, like it had my address, it had my details, and that's what shocked me most, like I had my details, I had my address, and um that's what really shocked me, that's it. That's why I said, yeah, it's definitely a real address, it's, yeah, and that's what shocked, that's why I really thought it was real, and like having my full address there, they had my address, they had that's, all the details. That's
5: scary, that's terrifying is what that is. Yes,
14: that is. That is- Yes, that, that is it, absolutely terrifying because they had my address.
5: Well, wow, yes. that's a very deep level of yeah. scamming indeed, and and it's worth saying again on post if you owe them money for deliveries or customs or anything, they will write you a card and send it to you. So that's that's always worth reminding. They would they won't text you. They won't communicate to you that way. Audrey, you work as a vaccine nurse. There's something else you wanted to talk to me about. This gadget that you use for kids who are afraid of needles. It, What's that about?
14: Yes. So what I um I've done a lot of research um on this and it's called a healthcare buzzy block, um and it's what it is is for those people who are very who have needle phobia and actually really it, 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 they're just to, 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 very scared, and this this new system is developed by Dr Amy. Axter in the uk and it's something very like a tens machine it's it comes in a shape as a vibrating it's a cute vibrating bee with a nice pack rings and then what it does then it decreases sharp pain while you're administrating the vaccine so you just apply it just above the arm and then you you apply you leave it there for um uh, for for a while and then then what you do is give the you give then exactly the site where you're going to be giving the injection. And then when you're about giving the injection, you move this body above it and it's meant to be extremely effective really and um,
5: very good
14: as it, long as the skin and it, it's meant go. to be very it, it really meant to be work for those people who are suffering from um, phobia. you're
5: trying to get one though and you can't is that it?
14: that's that's a big problem in trying to get one okay so I ordered it to the UK site and the the lady who was the, the uh, Dr. Amy Baxter, said she said you have to pay the customer charge and then I got the again the card from on post in so it cost me it, was, it cost me Stir. it cost me um, 80, 82 eighty two seventy four Sterling it cost me okay but I said I'm looking after the, the, the children day to day and I said it, and I really want to do my best to try and help them Hold as on, much as possible was
5: that 82 so the said, charges were Audrey
14: it's 82.74 sterling. It cost. No, it cost me first by the unit itself, and oh, then gee. it paid the delivery charge. But when I got the custom value sent out to me via the card from on post, it said the delivery was it cost 186.80 euro, and it said custom to at 46.46. Okay, <laughs> sure. so I wasn't paying 46.46 euro for a night, and that I paid for 82.74 sterling, and I double checked this and it's only it's meant to be only 23 percentage um, cost and charge you're meant to be paying out of the value of the item so the, the value of the item was 82.74. so 23 percent is of that value of cost and charge you're meant to, meant to be paying so I contacted I got online checked ran customer charge and they said I um made a number of phone calls had no luck they said oh you have to actually email um. E-commerce, e-com charge query right. at onpulse.e. And I've been sending, I've got, I said this is urgent because I need to receive this item as soon as possible because so we're starting the vaccinating's, um, vaccinating children in a few weeks' time. And um, have I have had no luck. Oh, they said, oh, it's been, um, oh, it's, we have a, there's been a problem. They said, there's been an error with Royal, Royal Mail. That's been a big error with the charges that, right. the custom charges that have to, People have to pay from items that are coming from the UK. So it's, it's happening to a number of other people who have got deliveries from the UK that the custom charge is totally incorrect.
5: Okay, okay. I'm in a yeah, forty-six quid that- on an eighty-five euro item sounds bizarre. Yeah.
14: Yes, totally bizarre. And I sent another email, two on past, but however, I'm not getting it. I sent a few emails, but I have not had, not had any luck. It said, the the last email an automatic reply was sent to me, one email per query. Any additional email sent with the same thread will cause a d- 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 delay, oh, and the latest email will be marked as the latest email, and the other emails will be disregarded.
5: Okay, let's figure it out. Let me know how that works out, uh, Selina. Thank you. It's a gadget she's buying for her work. She's actually nurse and this is a a gadget that you can use with children who are afraid of needles, it numbs the skin she bought it from the UK 80 something sterling we'd say and then um, 46 quid in charges on post wanted, it seems to be a mistake but she's trying to Get it corrected, and it's taking time. Thank you, Audrey. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. Selina, a point you wanted to make. You, you you just there's there's an incident now with um, Audrey having trouble with 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 on post. Um, You you find the country? I think if I'm reading this properly, the country is just very hard on people these days. Good morning.
13: Good morning, PJ. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I'll I'll be brief. I, I just don't know what's going on, to be honest, in society. Um, I was in the car tax, I'd say, 10 days ago because I'd moved home and I couldn't... I don't have Wi-Fi. And briefly, um, there was an elderly couple that couldn't figure out how to do, you know, the car tax. Yeah. And basically, they were trying to talk to somebody on a phone in the car tax and this is, the person wouldn't come out to them and again we were all rushing trying to help them but no 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 humans back in car tax yeah. i know a lot of us can do it online but it would be nice to have a choice
5: yeah yeah um, i personally i haven't taxed my car anyway other than online in years but i appreciate other people aren't as well up on that as i am
13: yeah a certain age group and the, this couple were very stressed um the last thing was the passport office. So I had to get a new passport. Sure. And again, um, went into them and they said, OK, go to the post office, pay, which I did, I paid 80 euro. Um, then I was meant to be travelling and I rang Dublin and they said, oh, it'll be November. Mm-hmm. So went back to the passport office and they said, OK, if you pay us 180 euro, you'll have it in three days.
5: Was this a renewal or a new one?
13: Sorry, I had lost my... Ah, okay. okay. Yeah.
5: So there's so, a lot of rigmarole involved in replacing a lost one.
13: Well, Peter, I couldn't understand. If you pay 80, yeah. you're waiting
5: oh, yeah.
15: three
13: and a half months. Oh, yeah. If I pay 180, which I did do, I get it in three days.
5: Yeah, that doesn't make sense in anybody's language.
13: So I just don't get this anymore, especially in the passport office. All of a sudden, the assistant, who was lovely... The lady working there says to me. Well, if you pay us one eighty, we'll have it done for you in three days. <laughs> End up, I'd say no more. Yeah.
5: <clears throat> yeah. That's that's um that that's kinda typically Irish, isn't it, Selena?
13: I don't know, I don't understand. I just you know, is is it all boiling down to money and overheads? I
5: don't know. All right. Listen, thanks for your call. Appreciate it. 0818 96 96. 96. That is good, though. That is good. Oh, it's 80 quid to renew your passport. And if you, OK, there's a bit of paperwork and a bit of crap involved if you've lost your passport or misplaced your passport. It happened to us years ago and there's, there's paperwork involved. But we can do it in three days if you give us 100 quid extra. Uh, take three months otherwise. Yeah, oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. A bit Irish, as you might say. Premier League live is back this week. Big big weekend in sport, including Premier League live back on ninety six event dot ie with Trevor Welsh Saturday from midday, powered by Talk Sport. Wolves against Liverpool half past twelve. Manchester United versus Brighton at three. Two big ones and Newcastle against Brentford at half past five plus. Everything that happens at all the other grounds as it happens across the day. Premier League Live Online is with Harvey Norman, your home of the big screen. You're listening Saturday on the Corks 96FM app or at 96FM.ie. Let me clear some more of your correspondence and I will return to this. Uh, we had uh, some mums yesterday upset by the price of baby formula and the fact that you can't apply discounts to baby formula and and i'll come back to that because the explanation is is very very interesting two other things that we might have missed in the morning because of being so busy with them with chambers etc it'll be interesting to see what happens with this vote of the garda representative association drew harris the commissioner Very much a man under pressure at the moment. He is in Rathcormac today for an event at half past one. It's understood he is going to speak to media when he's there. No doubt he will want to talk to them about something else other than the fact that uh, the Garda Representative Association, this represents your regular guards. It has 10,803 members and 9,129 voted in this ballot, and ninety-eight point seven percent of those who voted now said they had no confidence in Commissioner Harris. That story broke late yesterday. Um, it doesn't mean he has to resign. It doesn't mean his position is in any way deemed to be untenable. It just—it has no legal standing. It doesn't force anything, but he is a man under pressure today. He'll be in Ratcormack at half past one. The other organization the guards have is the AGSI, the Association of Guard the Sergeants and Inspectors. I'm not sure if they've commented on this, um, but that's one. And I said, uh, Drew Harris in Cork, in Ratcormack at half past one Also, the the guard, the commissioner is looking at an application from, did you know this had to happen? Cork City Council and the guards locally have to ask Drew Harris for permission to expand its CCTV Huh? Yeah, you can't just put up CCTV and start watching it and start using it to fight crime you have to get permission from Drew Harris. No one assumes these permissions are forthcoming, and he just signs off on it. But there's already cameras in place at Fitzgerald's Park, Grattan Street, Bell's Field, St. Catherine's Cemetery, the Mangla, Tremor Valley Park. They now want to put more new ones into Ballancolling Regional Park to protect the new toilets, and down the Passage Railway, down the Marina, down the Atlantic Pond, the Black Rock Walkway, all those places and all this has to be approved under section 38 of the garda Shikana Act isn't it amazing how much flipping bureaucracy ties us down in this country really really does someone on the phone says you can still tax your car, this is in response to Selina you can still tax your car the old fashioned way, I do it you need to phone first to get an appointment but when you do it's a fabulous service thank you for that There's a weather warning, a weather warning for some very nasty stuff in place from this evening until tomorrow evening. Some very, very heavy rain. It's an orange level weather warning in place across Cork from this evening until tomorrow. And just a question here. Would you put out an appeal to the services to provide safe, dry shelter and accommodation for our homeless. And that is worth pointing out. And thank you.
0: Join the conversation.
5: This is the Opinion Live.
4: With Hidden Hearing. Changing lives with the latest hearing health technology. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie. Quartz
0: 96 FM. The minds are live. Hello.
4: Join the conversation Call
0: 0818 96 96, 96. Text or WhatsApp
4: 083 3969696 Email opinion
0: at 96fm.ie This is The Opinion Line with PJ Coogan Fox 96
5: FM so They do a survey on Anthony? wouldn't they, these days? That in the news about um, sleep and hours spent asleep. Seven hours sleep? Seven and a half hours? If I got seven and a half hours sleep, I'd think there was something the matter with me. <laughs> well, on a working night anyway. At the weekend, I felt I might get lazy, all right, but... There you go. Another story. Here's a, uh, here's one of my favorite stories of the day. Uh, this is kind of the stupid survey question that you put out, like, how long? I don't know if you drink a lot of tea. I don't, I, I drink the occasional cup of tea. I'm very much a, a coffee man. But when I drink tea I like the kind of tea That you could trot a mouse over That's that's my tea It's got to be And I don't drink tea I drink tea And if you know the difference You know the difference My tea has got to be bordering on purple Before I will put milk into it I drink tea So I can understand this thing PG Tips did research Of course they did PG Tips did research And they found that People are too busy I love this People are now too busy To wait for the teabag I mean give me How busy do you need to be? People are now too busy To wait for the teabag To work its magic So they whip it out 85% of them Whip it out in under a minute 45% of them Whip it out In less than The teabag Stop The teabag in less than 30 seconds now 30 seconds inside in a cup all that is going to be is dirty water i'm sorry like so to cope with that pg tips has now spent 50 million pounds sterling i kid you not 50 now this is the company that had monkeys do you remember the monkeys Carrying the piano Or chimpanzees Or whatever they were Do you remember those ones Yeah yeah This is the same company They've now spent 50 million 50 million Quid Sterling On a tea bag That is at full strength In 60 seconds Like why How busy do you need to be Eh hey? <laughs> Oh yeah If I'm having tea Like if we're making tea at night or ourselves we'll and I have a cup of tea at night And I'll have one as well If we make a cup of tea I put my tea bag into my cup of tea, and then when she's done, I take her tea bag out of her cup of tea and put it into my cup of tea and let it sit there for maybe another four or five. Oh yeah, I could let a cup of tea sit there for for, for five or six minutes until it's purple. Then I'll drink it. That's tea. That's good old-fashioned tea. Uh oh, thank you, PG Tips, for giving me a laugh. oh818969696. Oh, Salina's call on passports or mentioning passports has uh, has triggered something else, which which I will come back to in in a while. But yesterday we also had a very busy conversation about baby formula, because it was in the news yesterday morning that baby formula was just very expensive, and there was a, an interview on the radio with a, a new mother who also happened to be a doctor who said that it was ridiculously expensive and she was shocked at how expensive it was when she went to buy some. Um, that prompted the whole conversation. There's no discount. You can't put discounts. You know, your Duns or Aldi or SuperValu or Lidl or whatever you have yourself. You can't apply discounts to Tesco's. You can't apply discounts to Baby Formula. And we explored that a little bit and we discovered that, yes, EU policy is to encourage... Uh, breastfeeding which is why you can't put special prices on baby formula which is just daft and stupid but also we discovered that the world health organization has issued a directive itself that allows the eu or that it's nonsense absolute nonsense but a number of mums very upset by the by the hike in the price and they can't get discounts and it's just a very 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 expensive purchase harold you were listening to that discussion good morning good morning pJ what would you like to say sir
16: yeah it, it's um it's an it's an interesting conversation from my point of view because uh, at finally I was listening to a conversation about infant formula that was actually dealing with it as as the the fantastic product that it is because um, as a farmer'm I'm, I'm normally uh, finding people talking about infant formula and complaining that it's it's farmers trying to um, persuade people not to um, not to breastfeed, and, and that, uh, believe it or not, infant formula for anything less than six months isn't actually allowed to be advertised um, because of, of 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 all this control to do with it. And what I'm finding in an awful lot of cases is that it's, it's a product that's being hijacked by people who masquerade as being... Pro woman and pro breastfeed and pro child, and actually using climate as as a way to 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 knock people for actually having a free choice, like you give, quite rightly pointed out.
5: Give uh, me more. Yesterday. Give me more, Harold. The climate change people are all over baby formula. Tell me more.
16: Well anything to knock a dairy farmer basically um, I don't know if you remember me I, I'm, I'm I'm, the farmer that um, partly because of Covid last March had to um, get rid of my cows and Ah so,
5: um, I do, I remember, I remember. Yeah, there, there yeah. Was, so, We were, so we were interrupted by, by, by a cow moving on the line
16: I think We were actually were. <laughs> She <laughs> sold we're, well afterwards um, <laughs> I don't know if she's still moving or not uh, in, in, in the new farm but anyway she, she's gone somewhere else and settled in um, so yeah, I'm I'm still farming, but I'm still I'm I'm doing I'm I'm changing lifestyle and and driving driving a tractor for twenty okay. many contractors and so on at the moment. now but anyway, but I'm still I'm still a farmer and I'm still involved in IFA and and I'm very much um, involved in in climate policy within IFA and within farming circles. And I was inter- interested hearing Ellen O'Reilly talking about it there earlier as well. With um, you know, uh, the, there's the whole adaptation uh, ad- adaptation side of it besides just mitigation. But yeah, there is there is a thing actually where where there's there's a number of of um, climate campaigners or activists who specifically don't want to see um, cows in Ireland, and they actually target the selling of of infant formula. and And I've seen some very nasty comments about you know um, about farmers in particular, and and that's you know there's um, there's, there's pressure being put on uh, young mothers to to feed infant formula rather than um than than breastfeeding no yeah. Part of the thing being put in as well, besides the climate side of it, is to do with the cost of it. But um, believe it or not, um, <laughs> there, any, anyone who's who's breastfeeding, and I can't claim to to, to know this intimately, obviously, um, for for, for, for obviously, <laughs> but 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 that I I do know that um, lactation wise, it does in, involve a lot of energy. Um, whether that's uh, you know, like well, I mean, we that, spoke
5: yesterday as you to about Tasha earlier, and Harold uh, and folks, who. We, t- we spoke to mm. Tasha yesterday. Tasha has a little nine-week-old daughter. She said she tried. Mm. She tried, but it just wasn't going to work. Yeah, and and and
16: and and, 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 and it happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
8: Um,
16: and 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 she shouldn't feel, you know, bad over over the fact that she wasn't able to do it. It's it's something that comes. Absolutely, naturally, to some people, and and in some cases, it could be the could be the baby as well. Mm. You know, it's uh, I, again, I can't claim to be an absolute expert on it. No, um, but
5: what you can talk to me about I, is the milk for baby formula. Mm. I got a stat sent into yeah. me yesterday, and I had no way of verifying mm. it. But you can tell me, is it true that per capita, we are a massive contributor to the baby formula business worldwide?
16: Oh yeah, yeah, we are. Um, I think it's around. I'm not sure it's a fifteen or eighteen percent now at this stage. It was 15, and I was pushing towards 18% of infant formula globally um, produced in Ireland. And and there's there's a good reason behind that. It's it's to do with with our traceability. It's to do with the the fact that it's grass based. Yeah. There there's a particular um, ingredient within the milk because of being grass based that makes it um, better for infant formula. I see. Um, yeah. Plus this this whole traceability side and so on, which makes on. it even um, more
5: infuriating to people who ring me up and tell me that it's nearly doubled in price you <laughs> know
16: yeah, and 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 surprisingly enough, uh, or maybe not surprisingly, the price of milk to Irish farmers is actually dropping at the moment. Mm, um, so, either. so when when I hear people complaining about about the price of of food and the price of everything, um, yeah. there's there's a lot of middlemen uh, or maybe middlewomen involved in this as well who are taking their cut, and it certainly isn't isn't all coming back to Irish
5: farmers. While you're there, Harold, maybe you can answer a question for me because I've often talked about being a city boy. Um, I saw mm. that huge demonstration outside the Fianna Fáil conference in horse and jockey, as did lots of other <coughs> people. And they were complaining about something, but unfortunately, they're not able to explain it. What are they complaining about? What's this about, Harold? It's not just
16: A, I was I was there for, for the oh, morning actually okay. on the first morning of it. Okay. And and, so and, what, and there's a problem. Strong possibility I'll be heading for Limerick as well. Um so so there's two there's two issues. One is to do with payment dates, the other is to do with um with, with derogation rules. So the first one that the payment dates we have and it had been working extremely well for quite a few years. Um, like farmers we, we, we can't have a union, we we can have representation so we can we can meet and we can argue our case and so on, but we can't strike. So one of the things that's that's happened this year in, in what's known as a charter meeting where we have discussions all the time about the you know the various payments and the various schemes and and dates and so on. And and it was decided before the meeting happened that the payment dates were changing for this year. Um and it's pushing there's a payment that normally comes out next week and that's going to be delayed a month. There's another payment that's supposed to come in October and that's delayed two weeks and, and part of it is delayed uh, until December. And a lot of
5: people... Like, that's if, like saying to me, PJ, your, your wages aren't coming for a month.
16: It's it's more it's more than just wages. It, it's a lot of a lot of people will have, um, you know, wh- whether it's paying a contractor, whether it's paying a bank, whether it's paying a, a feed merchant or whatever. There's there's people have promises made and they have schedules and you know direct debits and standing orders set up, because this money always comes on a certain date and all of a sudden it's changing. So so that's the first part of it. Um, and it was done without consultation. It just happened. Um, the second part of it then is to do with derogation, which is, is a bit more complicated to explain Somebody to you. Somebody was
5: saying that if this goes through, they might have to destroy or get rid of some of their beasts. Is that, very briefly, <laughs> is that what it is?
16: Yeah, so like to put it into context of my own, and look, I, I can tell you directly, this was one of, I told you at the time that I was selling my clothes, there were a number of reasons, and this was actually one of the reasons. Um, because, what this der- the, the nitrate directive governs not just the amount of fertilizer you can spread but it governs your stocking rate see. and the stocking rate is worked out on the basis of organic nitrogen so every cow every
5: calf produces okay. a certain amount okay and they want to cut that back and it means that farmers might have to lose beasts
16: for me it would have been a case i was milking 120 cows last year because of the changes i got beat out and then look it's my neighbours. I can't argue with them. There's no there's, there's mm. things you can fall out about. There's no point in falling out with your neighbours over it. Um, but I had I, I, I land rented that I didn't have for this year, so I would have been dropping to 90 cows for this year I based on, on the stock if I'd I be see. allowed. Um, based on the change that's being uh, talked about now, I'd be down to 80 cows right. next year. On, right. on, on my Which is on a loss record.
5: of in, awesome business, a loss of income, a loss of, li- of of livelihood. Harold, I just wanted to get it briefly. Thank you very much for that. That's why the farmers are protesting because they're going to lose their livelihood. You can understand why they would. Thank you, Harold, for that. Let me come back to Mary. Uh, I just want to get more voices in. Thanks, Harold. Uh, Mary, um, your water... Or there's, where's, the, where's this water problem in Cathedral Road? Morning.
15: Morning, Peter How are
5: you? Hi. What's the problem?
15: Um, there's a house above me in Cathedral Road here, right? And there's water coming from a corporation house into a private house and then it's coming into my house, right?
9: right.
15: Now, the pe- pe- people that live in the corporation house have rang the corporation several times about it. The girl that's living next door to me, that is going to her property, she's after ringing them. It's going on four months. She has rang them. She has sent emails. Then I rang Ishka my- myself yesterday, or the day before, and uh, when the guy came on to me, a very nice guy, and I said to him, look, the is coming in underneath the wall into my next-door neighbor's house. It's starting to come into my place now as well. And he told me, because it's a private house, they can't come near it. So I said, look, it's, it's coming from the corporation house, whichever. Mm. And I said, these people have rang the corporation. The corporation won't deal with it. All they're telling them is that they're on a waiting list. No, my fear is the water is coming in it's pouring in there, right? That the wall is damaged in my nervous house, so she have young kids, if that wall collapses down top of the children, no it's starting to come into my property. And what I'm afraid of, PJ, is that, you know, the weather'll be getting cold from here onwards. So that means if it freezes on that, we won't be able to get our cars in and out of our drives. We oh, won't be
5: able to... right. And you how know, long is it going on, Mary?
15: It's gone on four months, PJ, and this this has happened here before with the same house again, and it, it happened going back a couple of years ago when, when the old owner was there, and they yeah, kept... Is
5: that, no, don't name anybody, please, but is that is the house occupied? Oh, it is. It is occupied. And do the owner's occupiers know that this Oh, is they
15: occupied. do, and they're they're ringing the whole time about it, and they're not getting anywhere with it either. Oh, for
5: goodness sake. Okay.
15: Like, it's just that the corporation. they won't come out. No, I actually stopped men out on the road.
5: Well, the days are gone, Mary, when they can. There was a time when you'd ring the council over, over a water leak or water coming up out of a main, and they would just get out and do it and do it quickly. Now they've got to ring Irish Water and get in a queue, Irish Air, whatever they call themselves this week. Well, and they and-
15: won't deal with it, PJ. When I rang him yesterday, they won't deal with it because they said it's a corporation tenant's house and they can't go in and private property. No, he said it was on the main road. They could deal with it. But because it's a private property, that I can't go in there. But yet again, the corporation won't do anything about it either. Oh
5: God, right?
15: Do you know, like, no, my neighbour, no, she's hurt me at the moment. Like, her place inside is destroyed. I mean, literally destroyed from the water.
5: Have you contacted any of your local reps, local public representatives?
15: No, well, I didn't. I don't. No, she didn't either. No
5: because they all listen to the programme I'd say we could have someone on the phone within 10 minutes will, willing to take it up for you but
15: that'd be perfect PJ because as I say like what I'm afraid of is that when the cold weather comes in we're not yeah. going to be able to walk and it's it's, it's actually running out on, it's coming out of that girl's garden garden, right, coming down across my pathway and it's actually running down the terrace it's going up other, across other people's
5: and top. is it a strong flow of water Mary or is it just a trickle?
15: at the start was a trickle but no PJ It's after getting a lot faster yeah. And like Even inside My neighbour's garden When you stand on the concrete The concrete is moving from it Ah
5: And apart from that The waste of water
15: Yeah, Exactly no, They were saying last week There because of the weather um, A heat wave Spare the water I got into a fit of laughing I said come up And have a look At what we're standing in here Like And they're telling yes. To the spare water
5: Yes that's, that's, And of course your, 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 your garden Will be a sea of mud Within weeks If that goes it, on
15: Well it It the last time it happened, that's the way the garden went inside in that house. It was destroyed, Peter. It was an old man was in there and it was destroyed. Yeah. You know, but like they came up before, right? I think myself. What is that? They must. The corporation must have built the wall over that pipe when they were doing up that house, going back a few years ago. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
15: It looks like as if as if it's after. Like I'm not an expert. No. No.
5: But there's Look, a pipe. There's, there's a pipe leaking somewhere
15: yeah and like you can see it quite clearly it's coming through faster people are actually coming down the terrace and they're stopping and they're looking in at the garden
5: yeah yeah. council need to come out and look after it it's a it, council like it's it, a council house
15: yeah no it, in, the, in the house the council house that lady's property is not wet at all it's the person next door it's the one that have all the water lodged in her
8: nice. garden
5: Okay, okay okay but the council certainly need to come out and do more for people, A, who are paying rent and B, the neighbours of the person who is paying rent because there's water flowing down the road and all that I've no doubt Mary that your local representatives are listening because they do Um, we might hear from one before the programme is over thanks Mary, Cathedral Road, water running down for months apart from the waste apart from the mud apart from the fact that it'll get Frozen in the winter and all of those things, why is nobody coming to do anything about it? Why won't the council do anything about it? Why won't Ishka Aaron do anything about it? Why is everyone pushing it around the table like a hot potato that nobody wants to eat? Thank you, Mary. 0818 96, 96, 96. So here's some breaking sports news. Get all the stories here. Here's some breaking sports news. Stephen Kenny. Is to remain on as the Republic of Ireland manager for the remainder of the Euro 2024 qualifying campaign and for the friendly against New Zealand in November. This is according to uh, FAI CEO Jonathan Hill this morning. And after these games, a full review will be undertaken of the qualifying campaign. So, as you were, that's come out on the Era Guide Twitter. Uh, there's not a whole pile of interest in the Irish senior soccer team at the moment, is there? There was great interest in the women. There's the under twenty ones; they're doing great guns at the moment. But the senior team, unfortunately. Oh, there's a comment on the women's team. Where is that? Oh yes, PJ, you will have seen the news about on, the, on about uh, Stephen Kenny getting retained. Yes, yes. Put this up against the treatment of Vera Powell, who got summary execution straight away, after she'd gotten us to the World Cup for the first time ever. Complete disrespect shouldn't have happened. Kenny hasn't got us anywhere. And he's lost four of his last five matches. And he's getting help. There's, that's a very good point actually, whoever you are on the phone. Vera Pau got to a World Cup, okay, scored a wonder goal. um, But didn't make it out of the group. To be fair, we're never really expected to make it out of the group, but still disappointing. But but then she's summarily gone. Now there was other stuff. There's other off the field stuff about Vera Po. Maybe that influenced that decision. That is what it is. But at the point, the point our caller is making is like she got summarily shafted once the World Cup was done. But Stephen Kenny the moment is presiding over something that you watch through your fingers and he gets retained until the end of the qualifying campaign yeah 0818 96 96 96. before I go to a break, Selena was talking about the passport office and trying to renew a passport that got lost and if it's 100 quid more she's willing to pay it, then she'll get it in 3 days this came in PJ, I've applied for my kids 2 passports renewals 7 weeks ago They told me it won't be ready until October the 3rd That's after my holidays are over I'm distraught I'm a single mom, And the kids are so excited They say if I pay €195 each Per passport And come to Dublin They can have one Money talks It says 3 working weeks On their website Just want you to know how they're treating people Again, my kids are so upset We've been planning this for months and saving forever. Now, on the Department of Foreign Affairs website, it says a child's renewal is 15 working days, which is three weeks. Uh, you'd wonder if all the, I mean, if it's taken seven weeks already, you'd wonder if all the paperwork was in order, but that's just a question. Emma says, PJ, I applied for... my it's coming in while I'm, while I'm talking to you here. PJ, I applied for my kids' passport renewal this week. The estimate on the website says October 3rd, which is three weeks. That's from Emma. 0818 96 96, 96. There's a lot doing. Join the
0: conversation.
5: This is the Opinion Line.
4: With Hidden Hearing. Focus solely on your hearing health for over 35 years. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie. fox
0: 96 FM. Woo!
4: Two grand minute. With Peaky Barbers, they know the value of loyalty and a fresh fade at any age. Search Peaky Barbers Cork. I'm in love with the money. Listen to play at 740 and 840 every
0: day. Answer 10 questions in 60 seconds to claim 2,000 euros. 2,000 euros. Give me money. Lorraine and Ross in the morning.
15: In money.
5: Corks ninety six FM. Strange bit of traffic advice. Um, if you're going driving towards Kerry over the next few days, over the weekend, or down using the McCroom bypass for any particular reason, I read during the week there have been quite a number of sightings of deer crossing the road and possibly one or two collisions as well. And the guards have now asked people to be aware on that brilliant new stretch of road. It's fabulous, the new McCroom. Uh, bypass so that heads almost down now. The last time I was on it was down almost into Ballyvurney, and it, eventually it'd go all the way to the county bound. But <laughs> deer have been sighted, and you're being warned if you're driving on that road and you're not familiar with it to be careful of deer, which is interesting. 0818969696. Now, I've mean to get this for the last while, but it's been a busy few days. Mags and Kieran and the lads from Ballyvurney, who we talked to about it previously, they're all very upset with the latest news on Ballincolig Fire Station. This comes after a deal was done to end the retained firefighters dispute. Uh, We talked to Billy Crowley about that before. And we've often mentioned how Ballincolig has this big, shiny fire station, wonderful building, and if your house goes on fire this evening and you're in the Ballincollig or surrounding areas... The fire station has to go straight past it cuz it's not operating. Billy Crowley is the shop steward for the Cork City Fire Service. Billy, will that change or is it changing? Good morning.
1: Good morning. Um our look our our initial hope was that we'd be able to get a this truck out in Ballincollig. That hasn't come to fruition. No. Um but we're being told that there's a review taking place of, of Cork City Fire Brigade. And it's, it is possible that as part of that view, review, they might decide to change their mind on it.
5: So we have this big shiny fire station now. Does it operate at all?
1: Uh, right now, it doesn't. Crikey.
5: So it's sitting there 24 hours a day in a, an area of very large population
1: and nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's it as it stands. So we had our, I uh, would say, uh, talks with our employers following our dispute during the summer, and uh, the before the dispute, there were four fire trucks running in Cork City. Mm-hmm. One of those based out of Ballincolic, Ballincolic Station closed. We were successful in that. We were able to get the, the fourth fire truck back on the run and that'll be back on the run from 9 o'clock Sunday morning this weekend um, but it'll be based out of Anglesey Street
5: Nice. whereas it used to be based out of out of Belancholic was it ever
1: yeah okay. yeah so look I suppose from our point of view the the, the resource the truck itself is coming back online it's a good um, it's a good thing would we'll say for the 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 entire a uh, cork city for everybody living in cork city that's back and that's a good thing that we're not we're not running under what we should have um but i can i can understand the frustration of the people of Ballancolic.
5: and you said there's a review on uh, happening at the moment what are, the, what are what's
1: being reviewed um we're being told the 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 operations of cork city fire service
5: Colum Kelleher was calling for the the, the fourth engine, the fourth truck to be based in in Ballancolic. There's quite an amount of local political support in it. It, I mean, there's local elections in less than a year's time, um, May or June, so it'll be a big local issue Um, to see if they
1: can. Yeah, I uh, I can understand why it would be to be honest. Um, I think Hey, that was something that that um, a lot of a lot of local councillors and a lot of local community activists were fighting for. It was something we were fighting for as well. I guess, as a firefighter
5: but yourself, Billy, like it—it it doesn't seem to me to make any sense that if I, if if I'm living out in, say, Classes Lake, and something happens, I have a fire in my house, the truck will come to me from Anglesey Street. It makes absolutely no sense to me that that truck, because of the density of population in that general area and I just mentioned Classic Le- Classes Lake as an example, why that truck shouldn't be based in a bright shiny new fire station locally it doesn't make any sense
1: No, look, I'm at a loss myself to try and figure out, unfortunately those those decisions are made kind of way above our pay grade and you could that. see, we'll say you could see the, 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 the fight we had on our hands just to get the truck back on the run. It went on for over two years and eventually it was realised that, you know, we were right. It was needed. Um but as I say, we don't, we can, we can fight for the resource, but we can't decide where it goes, you know. Okay. It's, well, fully it's understood. essentially a oh,
5: I fully, Yeah, I fully understand that. And there, as you said, the situation is being reviewed. Billy Crawley, uh, Cork City Firefighters Shop steward, Union Shop steward. so the fourth truck is back, which is a good thing, or a pump as they call it, fourth fire truck is back. But they hoped it would go to Ballincollig. It isn't going to Ballincollig. so that beautiful big, Shiny fire station, which obviously cost rather a lot of money, is sitting there empty for one would call what Administrative reasons stupid reasons, if you ask me. Anyway. Um there's a, another call there, I get to it in a sec. But um oh go go back to the breastfeeding for a sec. I was hoping to get to this. Good morning, PJ. Be very careful talking about food. Baby food. You'll have the breastfeeding advocacy crowd onto you like mafia. I'll never forget how my wife was treated in the maternity hospital. After three days, she decided she couldn't breastfeed. She was looked down upon when staff came in with pre made bottles. Yeah, I, I, I can believe it. I've heard of it before. Thanks for that. Michael, 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 Michael. Uh, line two. On the fire fire brigade situation. What we want to say, sir? Good morning.
17: Uh, well, I worked in the UK a number of years back, and I'm familiar with the fire service there. And what they did in the UK, or what they still do in suburban stations, very similar to Bell and they have a full-time stroke, part-time service. Now, what that means is you have so many guys on a full-time basis, yeah. then they go off duty, you, so you have a part-time backup service. Changed, yeah,
5: yeah.
17: Which makes them way more economical and a good structure. Now, initially, when City Hall came out there a few months ago, said to take 40 firefighters to stop a, a That was absolute nonsense, and the costs would be outrageous. It just wouldn't be viable. What they should look at is a model like they have in the UK, um, where you have the station is manned on a uh, full-time basis for so many hours of the week, and then it's taken over by, and there's less peak time hours uh, by retained firefighters, which would be, economically, it would make an awful lot of sense. So
5: you've got a 24-7 cover, Hmm. And that's what the model they should be looking at. Well, we have a huge number of retained firefighters, Michael. That's the whole thing. Yes, yeah. yes. You know, this would this would contribute to basically half and half. Yeah, and, um, having worked might... in having worked in the UK situation, like, yes. Can you see uh, any sense at all to leaving a big shiny fire station newly built empty? Absolutely ludicrous. Makes no sense at all. Given
17: uh, given the whole growth of the, the western side of the city, uh, Bell and Colleague reaching out 1,000 the crew covering that area, massive area, it makes absolutely no sense to the investment they put in originally. Having station idle now, there's absolutely no logic in it. Uh, that cover is required, imperative that they have that cover there. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, they should look at the model of uh, a full-time crew and a part-time crew Covering twenty four seven
5: operation. That's the way they should be looking at the way out of it. Gotcha, Michael. Thank you. Oh eight one eight ninety six, ninety six ninety six. Michael worked in the fire service in the UK. There's a thing, you know, and we've been talking about this for months. And I don't want to do. I don't want this to happen. But you know, one fears that it will. I don't want the situation to arise where I'm sitting here some morning talking about a tragedy in Balintongue or Ovens or any of that general surrounding where the truck had to come from the city and in those moments, in those minutes and it would be mere minutes but mere minutes are like hours when you're fighting a fire in those mere minutes that it takes the truck to come from Anglesey Street when it could be in a bright and shiny new station in Ballancolic in those minutes somebody will die I don't want to be here when that happens I don't want I don't want it to happen. But but do I fear it might? Well, I don't think I'm the only one.
0: Join the conversation. This is the Opinion Live. With Hidden
4: Hearing, changing lives with the latest hearing health technology. They're all ears. Visit HiddenHearing.ie. Coach
5: 96 FM Last bit of business today. Are there enough taxis on the streets of Cork? There's a new survey has come out from insuremytaxi.ie and they say that Cork doesn't have enough taxis. They say uh, 10 years ago there was 2,000. At the moment there's about 1,600 uh, as the population has increased in the county and they argue this has a negative effect on hospitality and tourism that survey done by insuremytaxi.ie let's find out from a man on the ground derek o'keefe is a taxi driver of many years standing also runs quite a successful private tour business of his own which is getting very good reviews but uh, derek on this one i mean do you think there are are there enough taxis in cork or or what do you think of these figures good morning
18: good morning pj uh well The numbers that they're putting out is I wouldn't say that it's quite correct, because this year alone, we have the highest number of new entrants into the industry for the last couple of years so in fact this year for the first year the numbers are going up so I wouldn't agree with the numbers uh, that are being put out there.
5: Hmm. They make the point that being stranded late at night because there's not enough drivers or being stuck at busy times at Christmas or god we're only about six weeks away now from the jazz that's a fact of life To, to read this survey you kind of think it shouldn't be and maybe it shouldn't be but that's just the business isn't it Derek?
18: It is indeed, PJ, you know, but like obviously, no matter what industry you're in at Christmas time, be it a restaurant, taxis, hotels, or any industry that's open to the public, obviously, you're going to have more uh, customers coming through the door or more customers that need to get home. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, at peak times like this, the demand for taxis will increase. But at the same time, I think when we when we talk about the nighttime industry in general, what we need to focus on as well is the amount of antisocial behavior on the streets, which is making certain taxi drivers nervous.
5: Yeah, I spoke to people during the year who've been assaulted in the course of their work. And I would from from what I hear both on and off the air, Derek, I wouldn't blame anybody for not wanting to go out late at night.
18: No, and and I completely agree with you. Not only from a a court point of view, I would be tied in with taxi forums right across the country. I speak to my colleague Matthew in Dublin every day, and it's part and parcel of the job that week in, week out, taxi drivers are getting assaulted in the course of their duty, which in turn makes them more nervous to to work the night time. Yeah.
5: Are there a lot of taxis out by day that just disappear after dark?
18: Yeah, well, of, of course you'd have a lot of taxis out by day because as well as the normal taxi routes, they would be tied in, uh, working on behalf of companies like Bus Aaron, looking after the school runs. They would be looking after the uh, the people that would attend, for example, the Cope Foundation or other places like that. Mm. Um, so the demand is very high for, for taxis. And of course, you can only work so many hours in the day. That's right.
5: What about plates then, Derek? There was a time when plates changed hands for tens of thousands of pounds. It was then euros in the early days of the euro. Those days are gone now. Like you can't if you have a taxi and you're getting out of the business, you can't just sell me car plate and all because I want to get into it. Those days are gone.
18: Well gone. Since 2013, they changed the rules and regulations. And those rules and regulations state that if I am the owner of a saloon taxi place, then that place is non-transferable. I cannot pass that or sell it on. The only way that taxi place can be put into somebody else's name is if the current holder leaves that taxi plate to someone in their will. That is the only way. Absolutely. So if you think about it, people out there, taxis, were they bought these plates and in good faith knowing that they could sell them on and maybe that could be a part of their retirement plan. But that changed in 2013. So the reason why customers might be seeing less saloon taxis on the road would be because these plates are non-transferable. But on the flip side of that, that is why they would see more wheelchair accessible vehicles on the road because these taxi plates are available for sale so wheelchair taxis are available for sale but the standard saloon no
5: that's interesting now that really isn't inter- Derek there was something else I know you wrote to the guards or contacted the guards in the last couple of days uh, superintendent DC there's a taxi rank in town that gets blocked up by what driving instructors
18: yeah well th- there's a few taxi ranks around the city and uh I've sent numerous emails to Superintendent John DC. So we have the taxi rank outside the bus station, which has been used by driving instructors and members of the general public, making it impossible for, for taxis to physically pick customers up outside the bus station at times. And the only way they can drop them off is by going outside these cars, which is not making it perfectly safe. We have the same problem, PJ, on the ranks of um, Patrick Street, outside Dunn's, uh, moving up outside the old Porters, moving up the rank by Waterstones and onto the Grand Parade. It's a free for all. People just continuously park there. And I've written, as I said, to Superintendent John Deasy to help assist us to free up those spaces, because At the end of the day, taxi drivers want to work, they want to get onto the ranks, and they want to collect customers. They are unable to do that. And the knock-on effect, PJ, is customers come out and they say, oh, there's no taxis here. The reason there's no taxis on the ranks is because uh, the ranks are are full of private cars. Crikey. Uh,
5: Have you had a response back from Superintendent DC?
18: Uh, I had one response back about the uh, situation outside the bus station. He has not replied back about the other taxi ranks. But again, look, this is a case of if we all work together, we'll get this sorted. We want to be able to connect the people, bring them home, but we need them spaces to be available for taxi drivers to safely park on the rank and and, and get customers home and make them accessible.
5: Lastly, we we know each other a long time, Derry. Uh, I didn't realise you were doing this Congratulations on a very positive review of your your private tour business. Well done.
18: Thank you. Greatly appreciate that. Um, It's after taking off very well and looking after customers from all over the world. And it's turned out to be a great success, PJ. But, of course, reviews for something like that... They're not just down to me, they're, they're, they're from the hotels that look after people and they're from the staff in Blarney Castle and Jameson and it's yeah. a group effort and we all work together, I guess, even though it's, it's a private company, but without their help and assistance,
5: you know. Well, as long as I know you, you, you were always a bit of an entrepreneur, so Derek O'Keefe tours, I'm glad it's going well for you. Derek, good talking to you. Thank you very much. Thanks, PJ. Have a good day. You too, fella. He's getting rave reviews. Well worth a look. Tomorrow, there's three rounds of the two grand minutes in the morning and Battle of the Bangers. I love Battle of the Bangers on a Friday with Lorraine and Ross in the morning, back on Corks 96 FM tomorrow morning from 6. That's it from us, programme edited by Ima O'Hay, produced and researched by Fergal Barry. We're late out. Sorry, it's been a busy one. Back tomorrow, just after nine.
15: Join the
4: conversation.
5: This is the Opinion Live.
4: With Hidden Hearing, focused solely on your hearing health for over 35 years. They're all ears. Visit hiddenhearing.ie.
0: Fox96FM